Hello and welcome everyone. This is Garrett sounding deeper and more serious than usual because I have the con crud. That's not going to stop me, however, from recording this and telling you that what you're about to hear is Patrick Beja and myself talking about our first impressions of World of Warcraft Shadowlands, Diablo 4, and a little bit of Overwatch 2. This was recorded live on the floor of BlizzCon, as you are about to hear. That said, I'm pretty happy with how much background noise I was able to remove from this, so I hope you enjoy. Hey, Garrett. Hey, Patrick. Where are we? Uh, we are at BlizzCon. We are at BlizzCon, and that's why you're hearing some background noise, because uh, they don't, you know, there's no quiet to record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess people listening already know we are at BlizzCon because Scott probably put an intro to this. Uh, I, w- I would friggin' hope so. Or you put an intro to it or I put it, depending on what feeds it. There will on. be an intro. Yeah, we're, yes. We're literally sitting in a hallway outside the media room uh, and there's just so much to talk about. And um, we only have 20 minutes to do it. Well, we could start recording again and yeah. Oh, Anyways, okay. um, yeah, so we are on a show called The Instance, which is technically a World of Warcraft podcast, even though it talks about everything. So maybe we should start there. Uh, how are you feeling about Shadowlands? You know, I wasn't really feeling it initially because I haven't been into WoW for a little while. BFA was um, not working for me so much. And uh, we went to the... I watched one of the panels yesterday and we went to the deep dive panel today and they are doing a lot of interesting things. I'm assuming that people listening to this have seen the um, trailer and the, inf- the, the, the uh, cinematic. And so we're not going to go into that. But the systems are focused. And something that we started discussing with the success of WoW Classic, which we didn't really think was going to happen necessarily, was the uh, um, bringing back some of the more traditional WoW uh, elements into the next expansion is happening. They are doing a lot of uh, um, unrolling some of the things that they pushed over from you know the past two expansions. That, that's also what I am so fascinated by, like outside of the lore stuff, because let's face it, that cinematic was basically pornography aimed <laughs> For at you? me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the I, 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 we've been talking about this a little bit on the show. I feel like it's been coming up more and more. But like when you're not around for for some reason. Um, but I know I've mentioned this to Scott. Is that I am really anxious to see the lessons they're learning from classic being applied to retail. Uh, and I think that's exactly what we're seeing. And the interesting thing is that they didn't you know wait for classic to come out and go like oh it's people like it. Because obviously development started way before two months ago when Classic came out. Um, so I guess they've been doing a lot of uh, deep reflection about the issues that BFA and, and other versions of the game had. And decided, I don't think they're going to be bringing back everything, obviously. But there are things like um, the, the, the end game zone. They've been very insistent on the idea that it is going to be more dangerous and challenging than things have been in the past. Um, the class identity rather than spec identity is something they've been focusing on a lot. Uh, just the, the focus of the features in the expansion 
you know, when we came out of the presentation for BFA, probably, you know, a year ago, I, there was a lot of things that seemed kind of cool, but we weren't sure what they were going to be. And there was, it was like a scattershot approach. There were five features. And in this one, there's like two, but they're really uh, uh, interesting and developed. Yeah, I, I was like sitting there kind of like, okay, and what's the islands? Yeah. And like there really isn't one. No, I mean, there, there was that unique tower dungeon system, but like... Which is a roguelike uh, kind of, which is crazy. I kind of love everything I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh, even though I, I can't obviously recall the technical name from memory because we're not sitting here with show notes. Torghast, Tower of the Dam. Oh, well, damn, dude. <laughs> Mr. Mr. I, oh, I wasn't sure about it at first. And you're like, <laughs> popping off names. Next you're going to, next you're going to tell me, paying you, attention. next you're going to tell me you know the identity of the jailer at this point. It's going to uh, be, it's, it's Arthas, right? It's got to well, be Arthas. Arthas is dead. Well, yeah. I, yeah. No, 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 no. It's not Arthas. We're in the zone with all the dead That is people. true. That is true. Like, Arthas is totally coming back. Um, right? Like, we're, got, no, he's going to be he's in the not. maw. No, I would be, I, well, I mean, he might be in the maw. Maybe he, he'll just show up and say, hey, I'm there, but I'm stuck because I can't go back. I'm too much of an evil person. But I don't think, if they bring back Arthas, I won't be very happy. I don't mean like resurrect him. I mean, we're going to encounter his spirit. In oh, the okay. Yes. Well, that's yes, okay, for sure. Yes. I by back, yeah, I yes. mean, he's, he will be a force to be reckoned with, mm. although not physical. Maybe. I but think he's just going to pop up and ghost, say hi. Ghost Arthas. Yeah. Ghost Arthas. I mean, he already popped up and said hi if you played a death knight through Legion. Oh, um, I didn't realize. Yeah. You did, you, missed out. <laughs> you did it wrong. And that's the other thing that's uh, really interesting. The, the, um, because you talk about Legion, so I think about class holes, and then we get to the Covenants. Did you just say holes? Class holes. Oh, that makes more well, sense. <laughs> no, uh, Legion. I was like, man, who, who you know? hurt you in Legion? <laughs> um, <laughs> covenants are essentially um, factions you align yourself with uh, and there are four choices in, uh, in Shadowlands, and they give you abilities that you can... Like, everything that they talked about in that respect sounded cool. Like, the abilities, the mounts, the linking yourself to a uh, kind of a companion. It was like soul-binding. But it's not... A, a companion sounds boring, but this is not what it is. You get abilities that you have talent trees for, that you can customize, and player agency and customization and being able to choose what kind of upgrades you get like they have be it seems they're doing away with a lot of the rng there's no ap grinding um it's all giving you choices about a lot of how you you uh enjoy the game and uh yeah it seems i hate it when people say oh they finally listen because it's not like they're not listening they're always listening. They just happen to disagree with some of the most vocal people in the community sometimes. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a constant push and pull of wanting to innovate while also not losing what yeah, makes the exactly. game the game. I mean, at, at its core, that's one of the biggest challenges of an ongoing game. Yeah. I mean, hell, even if it's not ongoing, that's the biggest challenges of, of, of uh, straight-up sequels mm -hmm. to box products. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, and, and there was so much spent on the, the kind of deep dive panel we went to talking about what worked and what didn't. Yeah. And, and 
it was it seemed really self-aware uh, and I think that's fine uh, and, and, and to a certain degree I don't think they're necessarily like showing their belly to their harshest critics but I think a lot of us like the general public there are things we think they've gone too far and other things that we like and I think that's that's who yeah. I thought they were talking to. It was kind of like, hey, general yeah. WoW player that's been around since Vanilla or BC or Lich King. You know, do you think we went too far? We think we went too far. Here's the cool older things that are coming back. And I think that's important to understand is that if you constantly listen to the people who don't like things, you, you're paralyzed and you never change anything. And I don't think that's good either. But yes, you do need to have the clarity of mind of sometimes saying, okay, these things we tried, it was, it seemed interesting, but it ended up not working. Yeah. And so rolling them back and talking about changing things, the level squish is, you know, a thing which is just going to be a bunch of numbers, but what it means for the leveling experience is really interesting. And the fact that you can choose an expansion to level through for your alts and it's going to be so much faster. They said 60 to 70% faster. Which is crazy for ten to fifty, like yes, that's ten to fifty. That's, that, that's banana town, but it's it's needed. It's really I needed. guess so. And that's the kind of thing where I look at him like there's an example of like really stepping away from cl the classic mentality mm. of the really long leveling experience because that's not re what retail is about. Yeah. In retail, we the the majority of the player base is at end exists within the new zone, the new expansion. And yeah, leveling is cool, and it should be, and it should you should have to go through it at a certain degree, but it shouldn't feel like a chore. Yeah. You shouldn't feel gated. You should be kind of excited to go do it, to have that experience, to learn your class, and and that's what I like. There was definitely a split in that presentation about here's the ways we've learned, and we're taking a new step, we're trying something new, and experimenting, and taking a risk in the leveling, and here's your favorite old abilities that are coming back. Here's what we've learned from looking to the past yeah. for inspiration. Uh, and yeah. I don't know, I thought it was a fantastic presentation and, and it got me really, I mean, I was already excited because like I said, that's cinematic. <laughs> Just all I ever wanted to see. Um, but I, I, it, I really doubled down after the panel uh, because it, 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 it hit on so many things I was curious about. Um, they didn't mention flying. I'm hoping to God that they're like, hey, we're not going to make you grind rep endlessly to fly. Yeah, I wouldn't hold two my Two patches too into much. the experience. Because, uh, like, that's, that, that's the thing. I, uh, mm. I don't know. That's my personal torch like, that I will carry to my grave is that they settled on the wrong way to, uh, to unlock flying. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, we'll see. It's a, it's, a, it's a side thing, I guess. But you played, you played the game. Yeah, I, it's, I did. It's the one I didn't. So Yeah, they've got Bastion did. playable on the floor, the mm. Zone of Bastion, which I don't think, honestly, probably the one I'm the least interested in. It's like okay. beautiful, winged, blue-skinned Greek <laughs> goddess and gods walking around in togas and they're wonderful. Mm. I want some friggin' vampires. You're such an edge lord, dude. Oh, I love, I love, no, I'm like a gothic romance. Okay, like that's what I like. Like oh, like a beautiful, creepy, blood-covered vampire romance film. Like that's my jam. It seems that's what you're gonna get. Yes, that I hope zone, so. Um, is I exactly hope so. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can get down with skulls and spikes as much as the next person, but like a Victorian gov with gray skin and beautiful hair. <laughs> that's it. That's me. Sign me up. I'm there. But uh, so the question I have about the game is that no matter how they dress it up, the game ends up being at its core the same, you know, go do a quest and <laughs> go kill some stuff and then come back. And, you know, the, the moment to moment, 
is still that, right? It's still World of Warcraft. Right. It is still World yeah, of Warcraft. From classic to not. now, it's, it's get still... quest, do quest, hand in quest. <laughs> like, for your... No, because I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, sometimes you hear the presentations and you listen to the things and you watch the stuff and you're like, oh my God. And, and then you get to the demo and you're like, oh, well, I'm playing WoW, which, you know, sometimes is, is great, sometimes isn't. I've enjoyed Legion tremendously for months and years. Um, but it's just, yeah, that's the feeling. You go and you get a quest and that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, you need it, though. It's still the way, like, to start the story, to see yeah. the world, to progress through it. I, I still think that's necessary. I, I know, uh, you know, some folks have put forward, like, why don't we just get rid of that? Get rid of levels entirely. And mm. it's like, no. I just mean, do still, an end game and that's it. I still want them, you know, I still like that carrot and stick as a way to move through a new level like a new x amount of levels to a new end game like i i like that i don't want it to go away um i was again another like little thing in the back of my mind was like i hope they get rid of level scaling and zones i like the old school progression of if i went too far because i was curious oh god i shouldn't be here i'm dead now because i stepped and i guess that's gonna be that's i don't know if it is actually going to be happening because the zones are seem separated so i don't know that you can venture all the way into yeah i haven't talked to anyone about it or yeah. you know again i always make this joke when we're at blitzcon hi listeners at home we're on the show floor you know more than we do yeah in terms of hard facts uh but um because um, you know we're still here running between panels and stuff yeah uh so it, it, it I, it's kind of irrelevant to a certain but that's just a, a personal thing i'm assuming it's still scaling because we're picking seems. a covenant we are selecting a covenant, so I would assume that it, because the four covenants so, kind of associate with four zones. Yeah, but the thing is, you so the first time you go through, you go in order through the different, the four covenants, and you uh, follow the story, you can't just pick it immediately. The first time you go through, you do number one, number two, number three, number oh, four. Oh, it's a predetermined linear yes. progression? Yeah. And ah. then at the end, you choose the Covenant, but you've tried each of them, and you get the perks and the abilities. And, oh, okay. I misunderstood. Yeah. Okay, never and mind. And then when you uh, level an alt through that, since you've already done it, which is a common theme in, in that uh, expansion, since you've already done it, they're like, you can choose whichever one you want, and you can choose your Covenant from the beginning, and it makes leveling an alt easier. Um, you should have cut me off. You let me sit there and sound like a jackass <laughs> for about a minute. No, but the thing is, I still think there's going to be some level of scaling because um, the different zones seem separated. It's yeah. almost like islands, so you can't go to the zone you're not supposed to, I think. But we'll yeah. see. And the, the reason I was talking about that, you know, it's just a quest, quote-unquote, is that they talk about the features for Endgame where in retail, as we mentioned, even though questing and leveling is important, the real thing happens at Endgame. And I would love to try out Korgath, that little uh, roguelike type adventure, which is very developed. Mm -hmm. um, and that would be something that's, that's a little bit different. The, the quests I will enjoy when the game comes out and, you know, I go through the story. So that's... But, um, yeah, so that's World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, I'm really excited, you know. Uh, my my uh, narrative concerns and complaints are well documented with Sylvanas, uh, but whatever, however she got to here, I'm anxious for the next chapter. I have to say, okay, before we move on, I do want to mention, um, Sylvanas, I don't think they are quite retconning her motivation. <laughs> no, Siri, shut up. Um, 
I don't think they're quite retconning the story into me liking the story of BFA for Sylvanas. But I mean, that's not what I was suggesting because that's oh, definitely okay. not happening with me either. Right. No, but I yeah. mean, it, it, it's justifying it a little bit more. Like, she's literally just trying to kill as many people as possible. I still think maybe it's dumb. We may find that. Out. Hey, yes. Yes. Hi. That's nice to meet you. And this is where Patrick met a fan. You, you were saying that she is just actively trying to kill as many people as possible. And I still I mean, think possibly. it's. Uh, you know, maybe That's, there's some big reveal at the end of this. Where... Well, because she's working with the jailer, apparently, or at least, you know, hoping to obtain something out of that. And, yeah, anyway, well, story stuff. But <laughs> I thought it was an, 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 an interesting twist in the story. Yeah. Possibly. I, I, Possibly. Think, I think so much of it is still, like, mysterious. Like, we don't yeah. really know her goal besides mass murder, and we have no idea who well, the jailer is other than we should be afraid of the jailer. No, but it was like she's trying to send because the souls are going into the maw directly and not going through the arbiter. And yep. she was trying, and, and the jailer, and apparently herself as well, grow stronger the more souls are into the maw. And that's why she gets all of those weird powers that we didn't know she had. Um, and so by killing everyone, she's gaining power and sending them directly into the maw. So there's a little bit of a logic there. It still doesn't explain why. The Horde was like, yeah, she's awesome, when she was literally a psychotic murderer. Like, that's what we're learning now. But um, The conversation yeah, for anyway. another day, for yes, sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, but let's shift gears real quick to, uh, to Diablo. Uh, yes. Since Scott isn't here, let's be the surrogate for him. Diablo 4 confirmed. Diablo 4 confirmed. He knew it. Uh, and he was only wrong 379 times. I literally just played the demo. Like, just this moment. It is it's weird to call something so dark, dreary, and covered in death and viscera beautiful, but it is a beautiful, <laughs> dark, dreary, viscera-covered game. So are you a uh, Diablo 1 and 2 child or no. Diablo 3 child? No. I didn't have a computer. <laughs> uh, we had a computer when Diablo 2 was out, but it couldn't run Diablo 2. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, uh, it wasn't... It wasn't in, I, I, got on, I really got on board with Warcraft 3. I played Diablo 2 over at my friends, but I never, it was never my game that okay. I could play when I wanted to. And I tried going back post-WOW to play Diablo 2. I can't. That game yeah. is hideous. I can't play a 4x3 <laughs> game. Uh, I can't believe that Diablo 2 Remastered was turned announced. out not to be an announcement because <laughs> yeah. I was actually excited because I wanted to play through Diablo 2 and it not look like butt. Um, but here we are. With yeah. uh, I will just have to settle for Diablo 4, which is <laughs> gorgeous and clearly too far out because <laughs> I just yeah. want to play it. I, I agree. totally makes sense that they didn't announce this last year because they're being pretty coy about when the hell this is releasing. They are, for Diablo, for everything, uh, I guess, except for... Except uh, Shadowlands. Well, okay, so for Diablo and Overwatch 2, they are not saying anything, which is surprising to me because when they uh, talked about Overwatch the first time, they were like, beta next year. We're fine. We're, yeah. we're doing it. And now, nothing. So I don't know. Um, but, yeah, Diablo 4, I'm also a Diablo 3 child, mm -hmm. and it felt very comfortable. And that's reassuring to me because I think there is a lot of great stuff in Diablo 3. And I was afraid that in their quest to regain the core of what Diablo is, they would kind of abandon um, the great elements of Diablo 3 or pull it back a little bit too much. And it doesn't seem like they did at all. They brought the cool stuff from 2, from 1, and from 3, and they're mixing it together 
into an experience that is really enjoyable. Yeah, it's, a, I, it's the same vibe I got. Was like, what do you like about Diablo? It's all here. Mm. Like, we have, it's very much a a product of all lessons learned. Yeah, um, and I can't get over how much just being able to jump up and down with the verticality within the world itself. Or even just climbing, like, you know, yeah. climb down and you actually climb down and there's no loading screen. You're just moving up. There's a verticality to the, the, wor- the, the, the world design um, that we haven't seen in Diablo before. And it seems minor until you actually sit there and experience it and you realize just how it's just a, one more step into the immersion. Yeah. Uh, and like I was playing a barbarian, so I was like leaping over chasms or <laughs> leaping up and down from cliffs, and it was so rad. And it's not that you can't do it in Diablo 3, it's more that Diablo 3 feels like a small mini level that's the bubble you walk around. Mm-hmm. This feels like a world you're exploring a lot more. Um, it's if, if you, it feels more like there's a, a we're going back to a more of a human touch as to what we're exploring the world that we're in I guess as yeah. opposed to, like it doesn't feel as randomly generated mm-hmm. um, like I don't know I even don't, though it, I mean the dungeons at least are very much randomly generated yeah yeah but um, but the, it's also kind of I guess it's weird to say this about Diablo but it feels a little bit lived lived in or like there, there's life in the in the world because they with very careful touches. They integrate players, other players, into your uh, uh, instance, and you see them. Yeah, I ran across this poor sorcerer who was just getting whooped up on by a couple of named mobs, (laughs) and I I, leapt in, and I felt like an awesome... And then we both almost died, and we barely made it out with our our lives. And and Um, that feels better than any other... Well, I guess than Diablo with the drop-in, drop-out. It's not that. It's almost... I guess I play a lot of Destiny, and so do you. It felt a little bit Destiny-ish, but with less people around. It's like the people were brought in when it made sense for you to encounter people. Yes. yes. And, um, yeah, they talked about this a little bit during the panel and confirmed that feeling, which is they will bring no one in when you're supposed to be alone, but in, like, towns or, or when there is a uh, like an, almost an, an event. overworld, an yeah. overworld area. Yeah, yeah, before you go down into like a dank dungeon. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you will run across people, and uh, yeah, it's it's funny because it, it, it's like we're learning. The games are learning from each other. Like Destiny, when I first played, I'm like, oh, it's like kind of like Diablo with guns, and now I'm playing Diablo Four, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like Destiny. Yeah. But the social aspects it, are very much. Yeah, better. there's a lot of. Um, and I, I want to insist on this. It feels good. It doesn't feel crowded. It doesn't feel like you're forced into playing with a lot of people. It's just that they're there when it makes sense that they would be there. So. It's yeah. When, when you're in a place where you're like, there would probably be other adventurers here. You will see other yeah. adventurers. And when you're in a place where you're like, I feel like I should feel isolated and terrified and lost. Yeah. You're not going to see other players unless you brought them with you. Yeah, on yeah. on purpose. On a, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it just feels good. Like it's not—it's not reinventing the wheel for sure. It is more Diablo. Yes, yes. But it is more we, very well-made Diablo. We had a lot of uh, discussions about what Diablo Four could be. We were like, oh, maybe third person, maybe something. Re- I was still really this hoping for that because I want to—I—I I, I just want to explore a different Blizzard world that, like, from not an isometric view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, this game looks just so great, and I—it has been a while since I've gone back to Diablo Three. Yeah, uh, and. I loved Reaper of Souls. I played a lot of it. 
uh, like a lot of yeah, rehearsals. And uh, I, I, it, it's been a while. And now having literally just before we sat down to record this, played the Diablo 4 demo, I'm just like, I need this. Um, and and uh, the most negative thing for me is the weight because I know it's going to be weight. Yeah, it's going to be kind of. Like it feels to me like it's going to be an old school Blizzard weight. Like we might be two years out. So, knowing you know how much they suffered from the wait between the announcement and of Diablo three and the release, which was four years, I really think they're going to try to not repeat that. Yeah. But um, we'll see. Yeah. The the one thing I want to touch on before we move on is the gameplay, which. Uh, is I think somewhat akin to that of Diablo 3 mm -hmm. but a lot more a lot slower a lot more deliberate you have to choose when you use an ability for the most part and uh, uh, it's not like fireworks everywhere not in the visual sense which a lot of people complain about but at least at the level that we were playing at it was like don't press the abilities all the time because you won't make it so yeah. that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, you needed to be tactical yeah. in the way that you use your abilities. Yeah. I mean, we also had a pretty pared down options as far as the abilities were concerned, sure. so that may change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to, like on the Barbarian, I had to manage my rage. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, okay, what am I doing? And I had one move that was like distinctly a finisher and it left me vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And it could be good, but if I use it at the wrong time, I'm taking way more damage than I need to. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that was like instantly a little mini game that I wrapped my brain around. I was like, cool. Yeah, that gameplay loop is really. Yeah. And that right click when you. With the oh, thing and the, the right click on the. Oh, so you can play the barbarian as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I forget what sure. the ability is called, but it like yeah. just a visceral sense of impact. Yeah, uh, which is exactly what a I want people. from my barbarian. A people. There you go. God, you're, you have a. I have a, a good memory for, for two days, and then I forget everything. <laughs> uh, well, it's a good we'll, thing we recorded today. <laughs> yeah, so we should wrap we, this up. We got to get yeah, to another oh, panel. We have to. Uh, we'll talk about all of this a lot more with Scott. I'm sure uh, yeah. at the end of the week. Overwatch 2, I guess we are just a very quick word. Um, it feels cool. It's more meaty than the um, missions in the current game. It's a weird thing. They, they're essentially just adding PvE. Everything else is transferring to Overwatch 1. Yep. But um, the big thing... Skins. Yeah, everything. Yep. The, the big thing is um, the, the, it feels cool, but we won't know how cool it is until we have an impression on replayability. And that is impossible to judge by just one mission. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit like in the Left for Dead kind of vibe. And that could be cool. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, World of Warcraft or Titan type thing. No, no I didn't uh, get that vibe at all. I didn't get the vibe. It just looks really fully featured. Uh, yeah. and I, I, it's not me trying to like dump on OG Overwatch, but I mean, it really... It, it's strange. It feels like a, a traditional, like, game on a on a on a shelf that gets sequels. Um, it's just that it, it wasn't annual. We didn't get Overwatch two the yeah. year after Overwatch one, but it feels that way. Like I remember going from Gears of War one to Gears of War two and being like, That's oh my god, bit, yeah. the jump in in what you can do in this game compared to the first one, um, and like horde mode being added and that at that time, I was like, wow, what a what a full, robust. Update, next step and yeah and that's how that's what overwatch 2 feels very much to me like is like it, it feels like console uh uh changes like from game one to game two to game three mm -hmm. 
Um, so I think that's a good thing, and I think it works for Overwatch. Yeah. But um, yeah, I haven't had any hands time, hands on time with that. It feels cool. I'll have to come back around. It's to fun. It. Yeah. Well, but so. we need. I, I think that's the one we need more info on the most. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to shut this down because we need to go see the Q and A. Yes. And uh, I need to break this gear down before we move. So. Uh, All right, everybody. Talk to hope you, you enjoy this. Later. We'll we'll see you in a longer form podcast very very soon. Absolutely. Bye now. Mm-hmm.